Welcome to NASA National Cable Podcast again. This is Karelis, your host, and today we're going to start a new topic, which is about the future of wire and cable in the digital age. Today we have Vida with us. She is our in-house expert for all topics and applications of wires and cables. She's been with us in um, all the previous podcasts, so please join me in welcoming her. Vida, how are you? Hi again. Hey, I'm great today, and I'm, as always, happy to get back here. Yes, right. it's always a pleasure to have you here with us and um, getting a lot more information and getting to pick your brain on all the details about wires and cables. So thank you very much for joining us today as well. You're welcome. So Vida, let's jump right into the topic right now. And uh, the first question that I would like to ask you is something very general that will introduce our topic today. And it's how crucial do you think the role of wire and cable is in this new digital age? Well, uh, the role of wire and cable is as critical as ever because wire and cable are basically a backbone of the digit digital infrastructure. And uh, wire and cable are exactly exactly what enable high-speed data transmission that we all need and with the increasing demand for high-speed data uh, the significance of wiring cable uh, is becoming even more prominent even though it has always been prominent in the industrial age but uh, today we have um, like a thing that is called basically industry 4.0 which is basically uh, the fourth industrial revolution and it involves uh, the integration of uh, advanced technologies and digitalization into industrial manufacturing process. So basically, uh, factories and manufacturing uh, in general become smarter. And this involves different types of technologies such as big data, robotics, cloud computing, Internet of Things. So basically, Industry 4.0 means that uh, the goal now is to create smart factories uh, that are highly connected, automated, and also efficient. efficient. Uh, and machines uh, in these types of factories can communicate with each other uh, so that the productivity, quality control will be increased and the cost will be reduced. And of course, cables are a big component of uh, making this work. Nice. Um, yeah. The digital age is all about fast transmission of data. So can you can you tell us or, or list some of the potential future developments for wire and cable? Um, yeah, so the pot potential is uh, actually vastless and there are a large number of different technologies that are either exist already or are expected to take over in a few years. So some of the uh, developments that I can name are increased use of a nanotechnology in cable manufacturing. Uh, also, uh, we are in need of a higher bandwidth cable uh, to support the growing demand for high-speed da data transmission. Uh, another thing uh, that I can think of is the integration of wires, wireless technology into existing cable systems so that we can have like wired and wireless at the same time because uh, there are uh, adva advantages to wireless networks and there are uh, advantages to wired networks. For example, wireless networks, they are 
they have a, a lower installation cost. They are more mobile, and uh, it is also easier to add different devices to a wireless network. For example, if we take such technology as smart homes, uh, wireless networks make sense. And wired networks, they are just generally more secure, more productive, and faster. So the best uh, option uh, moving into the industry for a point zero era is just to combine wired and wireless networks. Also, well, there are just a lot of different technologies going on right now. Uh, one thing, another thing that I can uh, think of is increased use of fiber optics in different industries aside for just a wiring cable. For example, healthcare and transportation are starting to using, use more um, fiber optics. Um, also, we might see use of 3D printing technology to create more customized cables. Uh, we might see integration of uh, smart sensors into cables so that we can uh, have real-time monitoring of different cable functions, uh, such as temperature, state of uh, the network, and different things like that. We already have that with some of the subsea cables uh, and in some industries, but currently it is an expensive technology. But um, if uh, there is a way to kind of like make it more mainstream, it uh, may increase in numbers. So uh, also uh, we are uh, now looking into more efficient uh, materials, uh, not just from environmental point of view, because sometimes it, it is difficult to create uh, eco-friendly uh, materials that are also efficient, but also just from general uh, use, usage point. For example, uh, one of the most uh, popular types of uh, insulations is P, uh, PVC, but uh, while it is uh, cheap and efficient and also flame retardant, uh, more and more industries are looking uh, into different alternatives to P PVC. For example, now we have uh, some smoke retardant uh, PVC that and we also use a lot of uh, low smoke, uh, zero halogen cables. And in some industries, uh, PVC is uh, getting re replaced with uh, Teflon, for example. Also, what else? Well, uh, robotics uh, are taking over the factories. And uh, in, in particular, in wiring and cable industry, we will see more different variation of uh, robotic cables and uh, technologies. Um, linked to manufacturing of robotic cables uh, and these are actually these cables are different are different from uh, traditional industrial cables because they are more is expected from them in terms of uh, bending and different properties so basically that's it but i can go on and on because the <laughs> technologies are just, yeah, uh, apparently everything that has to do with making communication between different um, devices easier is all about uh, to come um, for us in this industry as well. And um, wow, you listed a good amount of future innovations and advancements on the technology that we currently use and that is coming to us. So it's, it's, it's really nice to see that and also a bit scary. But one thing that you mentioned is the advancements in fiber optic technology and how it's used in just more than one industry, which is, um, you know, 
data transmission. Now you were also telling me about the use in healthcare and the use in transportation. Can you tell me about these advancements in the fiber optic technology that um, you know have changed the way we communicate and transmit data in different fields nowadays? Uh, yeah, sure. So fiber optics are basically becoming bigger, faster, stronger. So they have higher bandwidth now. They run for lo longer and longer distances. They also improve their reliability, are becoming more secure. Uh, and also they um, increase their capacity. And uh, overall, like there is an optimistic pattern of development of fiber optic technology in recent years because uh, current technologies have made it possible to transmit data over longer distances with higher quality and reliability and at a faster speed. But also, actually, the thing is that uh, the demand for uh, fiber optic uh, technology is even uh, bigger than uh, what uh, current capacity is. So this, is, this data demand is actually putting a lot of stress on uh, fiber optics plants. And the reason for such uh, situation is, first of all, the arrival of 5G internet, uh, the presence of huge, massive data centers, um, the fact that everything is becoming interconnected, and uh, kind of like other factors that drive uh, the development of technology. So it means that uh, we actually even need more fiber optic cables and fiber optics uh, cables uh, networks that uh, are currently being produced, but luckily there are a lot of different technologies uh, that can make uh, it possible to sustain an even bigger demand. For example, one of ways to go about it is to have denser ne networks with so-called microfiber optic cables, but also uh, there are ways to increase bandwidth and uh, make existing networks more efficient. Yeah, so fiber optic technology continues to develop uh, and there are a lot of new devices that help these networks become more efficient. For example, uh, one uh, technology is called all optical network and this technology allows uh, data to be transmitted without any electrical processing, uh, which means that uh, basically transmission distances become greater. Uh, another such development that I can think of is wavelength division multiplexing. It is uh, a process that increases uh, bandwidth capacity uh, because uh, it allows, allows different carriers to transmit signals at once. Uh, there are also uh, technologies that kind of like change the light way uh, by twisting it in spiral. And this uh, kind of like make fiber optics uh, networks more scalable. Um, also, uh, there is now a possibility of so-called radio over fiber. It is uh, a system that makes it possible to transmit radio frequencies with the help of optical fibers. Uh, and in this case, uh, they are not impacted by electromagnetic interference. So basically all of the technologies uh, that will help us to increase the efficiency of fiber optics, uh, optic ne uh, networks are already, already there, but we just uh, need to wait for them to kind of like become more mainstream. Nice. And I know you mentioned, um, you know, all these changes and all the these needs that are coming 
from the advancements of, of new technologies, right? Um, and, and how different fields and different industries nowadays would like to make some things uh, more efficient, easier, and more effective as well, especially when it comes to communication between devices, communications, um, real lifetime and, and minute to minute or second to second communication uh, data uh, that gets transmitted from one device to another. Um, but what factors in particular are driving the increasing demand for high-speed data transmission? What do you think? Uh Yes, yeah, so if you look at uh, such a component as compound annual growth rate, uh, we will see that uh, actually increase is in data demand is because of increasing number of devices and connections that we have. Because uh, devices and connections are currently growing at 10% compound annual, ha have a 10% compound annual growth rate, and it is uh, like 10 times faster than world population and even faster than the number of internet users. So more devices means more demand for um, network, uh, for efficient networks. But of course, it's not only just that. Like I've mentioned before in relation to fiber optics, it's also because of uh, 5G. It's also because of uh, uh, massive data centers by cloud companies uh, we see new and new data centers being built and there's a huge demand for that also it's because of this uh, industry for point zero and because of uh, internet of things uh, so we used to have a lot of devices but uh, now it's not just that the number of devices is growing but also because of these devices becoming more and more interconnected and of course we need more uh, internet connections to sustain this um, interoperability of different devices uh well uh, one thing that is being mentioned in this regard uh, very often is uh, pandemic and uh, the fact that uh people are increasingly working um, from home and uh, like more stuff is being done online but while it is uh, i think that it's mostly like the, one of the factors that just made it uh made it go faster, but all of these technologies and all of these changes were already in motion even before the pandemic. So it's just like uh, lockdowns and uh, like this um, growing use of internet, it's only made it maybe kind of like a few years faster than it was supposed to be. But yeah, so if we were to boil it down to just one factor, it's like just like there are more different devices and they're becoming more and more interconnected. Right. Everything, um, it's starting to, like you said, combine the wireless and the wired um, connection. And, um, you know, with Wi-Fi making everything more accessible or at least, you know, data, the speed, uh, making everything easier for us to just navigate from our phones, um, our tablets, our laptops, our desktops, and uh, God knows how many more um, devices, um, especially, you know, an example is when we're at home and we connect everything from the light bulb to the, to the plug, um, to the phone, all through the app. And you have to make sure that the connection is not just reliable, but it's 
almost immediate and faster so that whatever I don't know input you put on the app so the lights on the living room turns on or off a certain time um the the wi-fi or not the wi-fi the the air conditioner or the heater even the stove nowadays comes connected to wi-fi so it is what you say you know they the demand increased because of the need for every human being to be more dependent on connectivity right now um yeah so the, the things that you're describing is basically a smart home yes and it's it's also an element of internet of things it's just like not on an industrial level but more on a consumer level so this is like the type of internet of things that all of us uh, interact with every day exactly so that's one thing that i wanted to talk to you about and it's the role of wire and cable in the internet of things nowadays because we see an increasing um you know production of uh devices that can connect inside our houses um you know with the cars and everything is just through an app so what is the role of wire and cable when nowadays everything seems wireless well as always, wiring cable is important for that. They are used to connect devices, connect sensors, and keep all of this component uh, interconnected in the network. And uh, Internet of think, uh, Things and all of the devices associated with it, they generate generate vast amount of data. And this data has to be transmitted uh, not just fast, but also in a secure and reliable way. So, and this is when wiring cable comes into play by providing the necessary infrastructure to transmit all of this data and to enable basically real lifetime, real life, uh, real time communication between all of these devices and cloud systems. Also, wiring cable technology, like we discussed before, it's not just, uh, it's not stuck in one place. It evolves to meet the unique needs of uh, Internet of Things devices. Uh, for example, some devices may have like need uh, different types of cables and that are currently on the market, like flexible cables or micro-sized cables. And uh, when these demands appears, uh, new cables uh, are being produced uh, to meet these demands. And like I said before, it's not just uh, physical cables, but um, what matters for Internet of Things is it's basically like uh, inter connection internetwork of both wireless uh, and wired connections so like you said wi-fi wi is um, just as important as uh, physical cables because while uh, our wiring cable are more reliable but uh, wireless networks are faster and um, we can make the best out of internet of things we when we kind of like in incorporate both of these technologies Right, absolutely. Wire and wireless always going to be connected, one depending from the other. So regardless if we see or not a, um, you know, the lines of the connect connection between a device and our router, or we don't understand exactly how it, it, it works, um, one thing that we we do need to keep in mind is that to be wireless the necessity of a wire and a cable to be present and make sure that it functions is just a hundred percent 
um, needed there. So Vida, um, as a summary, we could say that, you know, technology is advancing at a higher speed probably than we were prepared for based, well, after the pandemic, everything switched, of course, and, and being that everybody is, is at home, like you said, everybody needs more things and um, needs or depends on high-speed data transmission, even in industries, not just at home. Um, we can just say that there's a lot coming, <laughs> but how can yeah. you summarize it in your words? Well, uh, so wiring cable are basically the backbone of uh, this new industrial revolution and all of the di digital infrastructure that comes with it. And uh, in just like in a year or two and in the next decade, we will see more and more uh, future developments of wiring cable technology. And uh, while we can kind of like predict some of these, uh, we are even not completely sure what is coming our way because there will be more demand for new technologies and we will see a lot of progress with wiring cable because of this uh, new industrial revolution and because of growing demand for data. But as always, we'll, when one achievement uh, is completed, uh, we will just move to the next one because the our demand will be ever growing and there is no uh, kind of like indications that it's going to stop. That's why we will need to come up uh, with more and more efficient decisions to sustain all of this uh, data and information that we currently have. Right. Um, demand and uh, need goes hand in hand in the production and the development of new technologies for wires. Right. Well, guys, um, this is all that we have for today's episode. It's always been a pleasure to hear Vita explain a lot more in depth as to the things that are going nowadays, things that are current and applicable to all industries. And um, thank you, Vita, for taking your time. Thank you very much for explaining us in detail what's coming up in the technology development for wires and cables as well as internet of things and everything that has to do with communication and um, high-speed data transmission you're welcome and thank you for this interesting discussion <laughs> yes thank you it's been an exciting conversation and i hope to meet you soon for other topics of course yeah, so sure. guys there you have it um you know, as I've always said, it's always to keep yourself informed, do your research before you in start um, a plan or a project that you might want to put in um, into production. And there's no better way to do it than listening to our podcast and visiting our website, www.nasanationalcable.com. Remember, Gary has always been supportive of this podcast project, and he has given us access to a 5% discount on purchases of more than $2,000. You just have to go on our website, check the cable you want, and at the checkout process, insert Gary5. Gary5, that is G-A-R-R-I-E-5. And you can use it on all purchases over $2,000. Just remember to put this code at the checkout process and do not share with anyone 
This is only for you who listen till the end of our podcast. Good luck with everything. Thank you for listening to us. This has been an amazing project and I'm so happy that we get to share it with you. Remember to visit us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We're also starting to put some um, videos on YouTube so you can join us and make sure that you follow us, like and subscribe to not miss anything that we put up on all our social media platforms. All right, so let's keep the conversation going. It's been a pleasure. Take care until next time.